And good evening, everybody. Welcome to this June 2nd edition of BB Nation Radio. Coming at you live from the Cowboy Technology Studios here in Oregon City, Oregon. I'm your host, J-Dub, and with me are my co-hosts. First off, the sexy girlfriend, Miss Mariah. Oh, sexy girlfriend! And my fellow U.S. Army veteran, our outdoor expert, and my longtime battle buddy, good old John Toll. Here's Johnny. Stop rookie bitch. And last but not least, as always, our producer, the man behind the scenes, the man, the myth, the legend, the high-tech redneck himself, good old Josh. For those of you tuning in the first time here to BB Nation Radio, we are the webcast division of Backwoods Veterans. Backwoods Veterans Media was started by yours truly, a 21-year U.S. Army veteran, and the pages for all veterans and the craziness that we do and endure for fun. BB Nation Radio is our weekly webcast where we bring the latest and greatest in current events affecting our country's veterans and the friends, families, and communities that surround them, and, of course, your daily dose of shenanigans. Please, please, please remember to go over to our Facebook page and share with your friends, family, and whatever groups you may be in or there at BB Nation Radio and Backwoods Veterans. And don't forget to check out our official page over at BackwoodsVets.com where you can catch up on all our events that we have coming up and all the latest and greatest of what's going on with Backwoods Veterans as well as BB Nation. And first off, I want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our sponsors over there at VRS. First off, we got Warrior Point, warriorpointwithane.org. They got chapters in every state, gives you the chance to re uh, reconnect with some old battle buddies and make some new ones. Does it cost anything to join? So log on to Warrior Point, warriorpointwithane.org. Join today and become part of the uncommon few. For our outdoor segment, we got our friends over at Eric's Armory. Be sure to check those guys out on their Facebook page of Eric's Armory or go over to ericsarmory.com and get your latest and greatest in your shooting needs, whatever you may need, whether it be a new firearm, whether it be reloading equipment or whatever else, Eric's Armory has it. So be, over, be sure to go over and check those guys out. As well as, of course, the homepage of Backwoods Veterans because without them, you wouldn't have us here at BB Nation Radio. So, moving right along. Be sure to check out all the outstanding shows between Vet Radio Syndicate and Backwoods Veterans Media, the recognized symbols and excellence in online veteran entertainment. All times are Eastern as we go down the list. First off, Monday, you have our friends Bulldog and Judy with ThreatCon 5 Radio. They're live at 7 o'clock. Tuesdays, you have our buddy Goose along with the Redneck Pimp at 6 with the WO Radio Show. Following them, you have FemVets with Kateri and Miss Cherie at 8 o'clock. And then you have yours truly, J-Dub, with the Fence Line Country or on the Spreaker side of the house at 10. Wednesdays, you have our good buddies, uh, Senior Mini. Right on, brother. The HMFIC of VRS himself, good old Leroy Pardos. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. Got to get with the snappy there, bro. Uh, I'm having a mouse issue over here for some reason. I don't know why. It's, it's like double clicking on the sounds for some reason. It stops it again. So nice. I don't know. Anyhow, wait, wait, wait. Josh double clicking his mouse. Anyhow, moving right along, we have our, the uh, the resident hmm. Blue Falcon and Whipping Boy, Chris uh, Cornell, not to be confused with the uh, the late Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, and Miss Kateri once again. Those guys are on at eight o'clock Thursdays. Hey, Chris, if you're listening, shut the fuck up. There you go. Thursdays, we have uh, George Paros once again. The with, Ohio State University. Oh, my God. With the Warrior Wallet, help you guys get your portfolio straight there at 7 o'clock. 
And then Friday nights, you have yours truly at 10 p.m. over there on the Spreaker side of the house with Friday Night Debauchery. So be sure to tune in and uh, don't miss an episode of that. Oh, dude, you're going to miss something. Right. Saturdays, you have our buddies Athen and crew with it 1700 somewhere at 6 o'clock. And then Super Sunday. Take a big breath. Yeah, I know, right? Woo! We, hey, we got a lot of entertainment between the two networks, so it's, uh, it's a hell of a time. So at 3 p.m., you have our good buddy Goose, who joined the team here at Backwoods Veterans with his show of Spearhead Shenanigans at 3. Then at 7, you have Minnie and his crew over there with Sports Church. And then 9 o'clock, you have the Bear News with none other than... Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. And then last but not least, wrapping out your week, you have us here at BB Nation at 11. So, with that being said, now we got all the formalities done out of the way. Guys, what is going on? Josh, we'll start off with you, brother. Wow, what a uh, what a week! I gotta say, it's uh, it's yeah, it it well, it, it wasn't too moist. I mean, a little bit at the you know, start of the week, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's actually it's been a really nice week. Um, yeah, uh, just busy, busy. We uh, took off up to the uh, the hills there on uh, on Saturday. And I'm sorry, Friday. we went on Friday. Yes, yes. We I was thinking Friday. of uh, of when you came up when it was uh, moist there on Saturday morning, <laughs> and uh, yeah, did some uh, did some camping or glamping. glamping. And uh, are you complaining? No, okay, I'm then. not. Okay, just checking. And uh, did a little fishing, no catching, but a little fishing. So, yep. uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a wonderful wonderful getaway. Uh, we actually went out and did that because it was my birthday on friday yep. so birthday. thank you you're younger that's right that's right you're younger <laughs> you ain't exactly. gotta lie to kick it bro exactly hey you're the one who said i uh, turned 38 so yeah i know right i, <laughs> I held you up for a year <laughs> uh yeah so that was uh that was a good time we had uh, we had uh, some good fun, so appreciate you guys going with and thanks for having us and all of that. Sorry, John, you could have couldn't join this time. Hopefully, next time you will. Yeah, I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's gonna allow it. Well, consider uh, the fact that you missed the last three camping trips that we've gone on. Hey, you know what? But you guys went over there, and he was there, and I wasn't there. So fair enough. To be fair. To be fair. Bro. To be fair. To be fair. Anyhow. All right. Yeah. Sounds so, like you had a good week. It was a great week. Okay. It was a great week. And who changed the order of the round table? I don't know. That must be like switched up from last week. Uh, we had like the mad minute between. Yeah, pretty much. I think so. Gotcha. John, what's happening Yo. with you, brother? How's your week been? Dude, uh, this week has been busy and ridiculous, and ever since getting done with Guitar Stars, my one hope was like, oh, yeah, we can relax a little bit and take it easy. <laughs> nope. Um, just moved into a new house uh, starting last week and all this week, and then finally did the finishing of the moving yesterday on my birthday, because um, my birthday was yesterday. Happy late birthday. Um, Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Had a nice little barbecue afterwards. And then today, um, went to got, went 
to go visit my dad because he's finally home from the motherland. So he's been in England for almost three and a half months, and he's finally home today. Good. Came home last week, but I haven't seen him until today. So um, that was nice. I got to spend some good time with my dad and uh, reminiscing about my grandfather and, um, yeah, just going over a bunch of stuff and, yeah, it's been it's been good. And then I I did find time to do a video for an unboxing video for my 300 Win Mag, so that'll be coming up soon. I did. I I gotta wait to get it all cut together once I get my internet up and running at my my new house because it's not running up there yet. So I'm actually at my girlfriend's house. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. So um, once I get that up and running, it'll be back up, and I'll start getting a bunch of videos up and more content for our awesome viewers. Awesome. Are you sure that uh, internet provider over at your new place is going to uh, be able to uh, service you properly? Mm-hmm. Okay. At least one would hope. Just saying. No, it's a different. It's a different company, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. we don't offer broadband out in my new neighborhood. Yeah. I live. So I lived a little ways out of town before the house that you came out to, Justin. Yeah. I live much farther out of town now. Hmm. I live like twelve miles out of town. Oh, okay. Is it in that neighborhood that you and I had talked about before? Yeah, let's go west. Got okay. I wasn't gonna drop names, but you know, here on the show. But okay, that works too. Our viewers aren't gonna know where that is. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, cool deal. They they actually all have Google, and they're all googling it right now. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit. It's actually a fairly large neighborhood. Good luck finding it. Right. Just saying. So, Mariah. Well, I had a very, very short work week. Two days. Woohoo. Wow. You really worked your ass off, didn't you? I did. You know? I wish. Um, after, <laughs> right. the show, after the show last week, on Monday, we went up to Willamette National and paid some respect to some of our fellow members. And Josh and Jadeb went up there as well with us. We did that. Um, Jenny was with Jenny us. Jenny was with us, and we saw some of her soldiers and everything so that was nice to be able to pay respects to that on monday tuesday wednesday was work for me and then thursday i think i just slept most of the day because i wasn't feeling 100 percent. but a little bit i did i ended up hurting my back somehow so i've been kind of taking it easy this weekend and everything and then my parents <laughs> left on saturday morning to head to their on a trip they're driving to alaska so Way up north. I've been talking to them every couple days, or they left Saturday, so I talked to them yesterday and today. I would say you just got off the phone with them yeah. here just a little bit ago. No, they're getting into their so range. So what you're saying is party at your parents' house. <laughs> I know, I know it's really into, funny. I said the exact same yeah. thing. They're getting into the cell service range where there's not much cell service at all, so I probably won't hear from them for a couple days. Um, oh, so what you're saying is party at your parents' house. Wednesday... Um, we got to welcome a new baby calf to our farm. So. Moo, bitch! <laughs> Little baby flank steak. Yeah, which we ended up actually mm, naming M&M. Num, so. num. Um, and then Saturday I went up and saw the guys and was camping with them. So, I was really happy that Josh allowed me to bring the dog with me, since I have her <laughs> for the next two weeks, who's actually laying at my feet in studio right now. Right. Being very quiet. <laughs> She she was like the most calm character I think the entire trip. Yeah, she was definitely calmer than you were. Yeah. Right? 
Uh, but yeah, other than that, not a whole lot going. Happy to be home or back to studio and home for tonight. But hoping my back feels better soon. You're here. Um, getting tired of asking for help with everyday tasks. So mm-hmm. I think J-Dub's getting tired of it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so J-Dub, you've been having to wipe her ass? No. Not quite, but okay. damn near. Okay. All right. Just check it. I can't hardly stand up if I, like on my own or anything like that without help. Right. So, no, it's, uh, first off, uh, I want to thank our good friends, Dakota Potter, as well as Pete Barlow from GILO for coming out last weekend, joining us for Guitars for Stars, joining us on the show. And I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, I was kind of sad to see those guys go to get on the plane on Monday. It was yeah, such I a was fast too. trip for them. Yeah. But I tell you what, it was such a good time with those guys from us rating, you know, a certain steakhouse. And then, giving them the the full uh, right, <laughs> giving them the full uh, full meal steak and a show, and then turn around and raiding Kell's Irish Pub on Friday night. That was that was awesome. That was actually my first time being in that. In that establishment. Oh, really? Uh, yes, it I was. I still can't believe you've never been there before until that night. Yeah. Oh, wow. And my mind. John was just like, dude, they got a cigar and scotch bar downstairs. I'm like, what? Yeah. Let's go. Ears, <laughs> ears up. Exactly. So we did that. And then, yeah, then we had Guitars for Stars on Saturday. Did, the, uh, did our show as well as do the record for uh, Dakota's show on Sunday with that whole creepy experience. I still can't get over that, dude. I know it. Uh, it's best not to think about it. Oh, right. <laughs> Imagine being there when that happened, bro. Just saying. I, I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sad that I wasn't there because, like, dude, it was it was hard to 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 leave. But I mean, you know, I had to take care of the other half. Right. One, but uh, I, you know, I missed out on. Dakota shindig that you guys did for him, and uh, you know, indeed, missed out hanging out with Dakota and Pete a little longer, too. Yeah, because we went out, we had coffee and breakfast and stuff the next morning before getting them on the plane and some, mm-hmm. get them up to the airport and send them on their way home. So, again, it was sad seeing those guys go, but God, I had a hell of a time with them. Dakota's just like, dude, I'm coming back. He's like, next time I'm bringing the wife out with me, we're gonna be staying like a week at least. Which, by the way. Thank you to everybody who showed up for Guitars for Stars. We got our final numbers, and it was a good show. Definitely looking forward to another one. But thanks again with that. Indeed. So, but other than that, yeah, enjoyed a nice long weekend. And then, yeah, did did the thing this week and wound up going out, like these guys said, going up, hitting the, uh, up on the mountain. Got some beautiful pictures up there. Oh, my God, I did. You know, didn't catch anything, but uh, I didn't even catch a buzz. But then again, I didn't really drink at all either. No one did. So, yeah. yeah but, I mean, it was just nice to get out and enjoy the weather. You know, get up to Trillium Lake up there. Which, by the way, in my opinion, that place is just way too crowded. But it was free fishing weekend this weekend. Yeah, yeah that's... I think that's one That kind of contributes to it a little bit there. Yeah. The Trillium, I mean, is, you know, it's right up there on top of the mountain. So, it's, you know, it, it's right off. Yeah, you know, right off the road. So. Yeah, and they got- that's the one thing that 
pissed me off though about this morning when we were out there when you and i were out there in the lake what? josh <laughs> and i are not even it was like a total replay of lake Lytle here a couple <laughs> years ago when back in the days with cco uh clackamas county outlaws and a bunch of us went down the coast we went camping and shit and a whole slew of us went down to lake Lytle to go fishing and i shit you not using the same gear same bait same step exactly the same not even three feet away, there's his family. They're just nailing them. Like, as soon as their lines are hitting the water, they're getting fish on. Me, I didn't catch a single damn one the whole time. And then what happened today? We're out there fishing his stuff. Oh, yeah. Not even 20 feet away, these, you know, there's a couple older folks, and they're just reeling in one after the other, one after the other. And Josh and I ain't even getting so much of a damn bite. It was like, are you serious right well, now? I, I do have to say, well, you guys were fishing i was sleeping yeah you were sleeping yeah yeah we we got back and and uh figured oh you know hey maybe they they were packing up or maybe they made some breakfast because they knew what time we'd be back and everything yeah and we get back and everybody's asleep yeah <laughs> all right he's like what the hell really <laughs> she's in rice people <laughs> team cerny although i do can't be say... sorry go ahead maria pete barla thank you for the awesome gift you gave us we actually enjoyed that on oh. Saturday night. Oh, oh yeah. We, Prickly pear barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. I had used it Friday midday, put some steaks and marinade with it, mm -hmm. and then cooked them up Saturday night for dinner. Oh, so it's good. good. So, so it's good. It's kind of like a tangy, teriyaki, citrusy flavor. Very it, much it's so. It's weird to describe. <laughs> Perkily pear, definitely. Dean Cerny checking in says camping is an old Indian word for getting drunk with insects. By the, Agreed. By the way, earlier Dean also commented that you said wife wrong. Mm -hmm. I said wife wrong? Yeah. How was I supposed to say it? Well, you're supposed to say wife. And you, yeah, and not girlfriend. Because you said sexy girlfriend. You said, you know, sexy wife. <laughs> That's because she's not my wife. I'm just saying. Ain't no ring there. I know he's he's razzing you still on the uh, the whole. Uh, uh, oh, I know, right? Yep. Thing. Sorry, guys. There is no proposal at Guitars for Stars, Wait, so yeah. the wedding is Did off at Guitars at uh, nothing at Warrior Fest. So, so. that just means the proposals at Warrior Fest, you guys. There you go. There you go. <laughs> These guys are pushing it, man. I'm telling just you. Just gonna start that one right now. And and John, and John, you gonna uh, you gonna do a little dance to uh, gonna, for the proposal? Are you <laughs> not <laughs> which by the way i guess uh who was it was it snodgrass or was it athen that got there here recently just got their ordainment in uh dudaism so they can Both actually yeah so they can actually the church, the church over the, the event yeah church of the dude yeah I'm just saying yeah oh gosh no don't give, don't give the, me any ideas don't give me any ideas the dude abides Dude abides. Now here's my question: When you're doing that, how how does that go? How's the ceremony go? It's like, do you have to walk up with uh, bathrobe, flip flops, uh, a t-shirt, and a white Russian and sunglasses? Yeah, dude. You know? probably. What, what? Probably. <laughs> do you, sir, take so and so? The dude abides, man. <laughs> and you're standing on a rug. <laughs> yeah. Dude abides. The dude abides, but Jesus. it has to be a white Russian or it doesn't count. Nope. Yep. That's, that's it. Trey Just lightly say. on the marriage comments, Jadov. So, <laughs> real quick, we'll do a quick check in with some of our viewers if you guys like. 
Who's leading this shindig you here? Know, I don't know. Yeah. Move it on. Okay, I get cut off. Yeah, see there. Thank you, Josh. Better, better, Jay, better scene. Jay not says, Tread lightly in the marriage comments, Jada. I just read that. Yeah. Hey, listen to the show. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can you can put those clamps on yourself. Thank you. Wow. Not going there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyways. Josh, go so ahead. Yes. Check it on in. We have Miss Jenny Smith, the lovely Jenny Smith. Oh, my, my who is oh hey, by sitting, the way. She's sitting right next to me. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> you, you guys speak into the mic? No, hold on. I have to turn her mic on. There you go. Is it on now? Yes. Yes, now we can hear Jenny. you. <laughs> uh, yes, longtime fan. I love long-time you, Jenny. <laughs> so joining us in studio this evening, being our in-studio guest. So it's always fun when we get visitors to come in. So I'm probably going to be here like every Sunday. But, pretty much, you know. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you know, speaking of Jenny being here. I guess so, my days are numbered then. No. Uh, no. No, no, no. no she's here in a guest capacity. Anyways, um, so... Jenny actually just came back from Drow Weekend, which is what you were doing this weekend last year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, last year was also on Sunday, happened to be your birthday, which is now tomorrow. So, <laughs> so happy early birthday. So happy early birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy late birthday to you, good sir. Thank and you, happy late you. birthday to you, good sir. Thank yes. you. But, you know, for some of our listeners who hadn't seen it before, and John, I'm sorry, you won't get to hear the audio, but again, you have seen this this video. So I am going to uh, replay last year's uh, birthday shenanigans. Me uh, and my baby face glory. Yes, yes. So this is is Jada back right back from drill uh, for his birthday. And uh, Jackie Gray was uh, from RCF was also in studio. So hang on. Oh, we had Carl and Kalen too. Yes. I forgot yes, about that. We still had Carl and Kalen. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Then. All right, here oh. we go. So, uh, Justin, yo, it's your birthday today. It is his birthday. Oh, we oh talk about listen, that. you dingling. Look, <laughs> I ain't the only sounds. So, uh, uh, there you go. There's a little happy birthday for you. Uh, oh, oh, yes. That's How cute. Cool. We had to we had to do something for you, right? <laughs> you know. Oh, but wait a minute. There's more. There's more. There's more. But oh. wait, there's so, more. Uh, we we got a little oh, something, something for you. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Twenty years ago. Yeah, that's my boot photo. That photo is now in the scrapbook. Hey, John! Look, it's you and I. I know. Very young, you and I. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rest his soul. Oh my god. Wow, dude. What's funny is we tried so hard to get him to yell, Bobo <laughs> Falling through the chair at Malala. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you 
America. 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 There you go. Fucking 2003. How young did you get? Oh, yeah, be a pop. Oh, shit. Oh, look at you. Oh, my God. Oh, the molester. That creepy ass molestache I had back then. That was not my great grandparents. Oh, dude. Where did you get that? Oh, brother. (laughs) If you only knew. Look at that cue ball. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's me and my buddy Brad. (laughs) No, I'm talking about the selfie. Dude, I look stoned out of my mind in that picture. Uh, that was Carson. Molestache. Look at them sexy mofos. <laughs> uh that was uh that was fun to make that video and it was even more fun happy birthday my brother wow that was the archives Aww. yeah yeah that was cool, yeah. That was cool. seriously I'm, I'm... yeah and i almost i literally was like trying so hard not to choke up right there too oh yeah when you guys did that i was just like oh my god dean cerny the motary must the motary stash, right? Well, I think it was creepy as. It, it was fun putting that video together, like Josh said, but it was more fun for me to be able to see your reactions with it. Right. And then go. Where did you get those photos? Yeah, because some of those like, pictures, I'm just like, I didn't even know half of these freaking existed. You know. Which thanks to mom. Oh again. yeah, yeah, mom and and uh, well, my archives, right? Of course, from. Sure. You know, the years, and then, uh, you know, of course, uh, you on Facebook. What's that, John? I'm fairly certain she poached a few of them for me, too. Uh, not for that one. No. So I, I think the ones with uh, with you and him, I grabbed off of his Facebook. Yeah. His, his and, and maybe yours, too. I don't know. The ones I got from you, John, went into his scrapbook. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, again, my brother, I'm, I'm, happy birthday, man. Thanks. And same to you, amigo. Absolutely, so and and, and to John, John, of course. You know, it's <laughs> it's great. It's great. May thirty first, me. June first is John, and June third is you. Right. So, which by the Mariah, way, Mariah, I... you're you're fired. We're finding somebody for June second. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a two on my birthday. It's yeah, but it's in the wrong. It's you know. <laughs> I know it's April. Sorry. Which, by the way, there's also I know at least one other June third birthday, that is today. Tomorrow? John, you know him too. Tomorrow or tomorrow? Excuse me. You know who, who that, that is, is, don't you? It's freaking North mind. Tower. Oh yeah, freaking our buddy Daniel Waste. Yeah, his birthday's tomorrow. Yep, another gentleman that we deployed with. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the easiest way for uh, he and I to keep track of whose birthday it was when, because it was like, hey, can never forget each other's birthdays. So, helps when you share it. So, anyhow. Dude, I, 
Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, John. I was going to say, I think my favorite birthday memory with you is when we did our birthdays combined at the saloon. Oh. I've heard stories of that. That was my dirty 30, too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. Just gonna say, oh, we got, well, we got effed up. Yes. Sideways. She's a smidget. Kind of like a friend Ooh. of a friend, John? Uh, damn near. Ooh. This damn night was worse. Near. Like, it wasn't as quick as a friend of a friend gets you drunk. It was just the amount of booze that we consumed that <laughs> night was incredible. Yes, it <clears> most <throat> certainly was. So, anyhow, we're going to go ahead and push this thing around along since we're running behind the clock a little bit. So, we're going to go ahead and slide right into our next segment known as The Outdoors. John, take it away. This outdoor segment is brought to you in part by Eric Armory. And now, for your outdoor segment host... How neat is that? That's pretty neat. <clears throat> Alright guys, what is up? So for this week, my apologies due to the move. Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to get some outdoorsy stuff thrown together. So we're going to change it up a little bit. So... This week, um, during the week, we had a, a veteran pass away uh, due to old age, um, who I actually met. He is the oldest. He was the oldest living uh, recipient of the Medal of Honor. He resided right here in uh, Central Oregon and Redmond. His name was Bob Maxwell. I had the wonderful opportunity, um, actually, right after Justin, you and I got back from deployment, to meet him. Right. Um, I got to spend an entire day with him, actually, at the Madras Air Show. Um, he's uh, by far one of the most humble, 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 humble people that you will you would have ever met. I can't say that you'll ever meet because obviously he's passed away now and uh, moved on to the the big PX in the sky. Right. Um, but anyways, I'm going to read this article a little bit of it, and we'll go from there. So. The story reads, Bob Maxwell remembered simple service for humble hero. Hundreds, hundreds salute oldest living Medal of Honor recipient. And he was he was at the time the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient, which is kind of crazy. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even know that until this happened. So, um, article reads, Redmond, Oregon, Central Oregonians remembered a local World War II veteran and war hero on Friday, not just for his bravery in combat, but the humble Bend resident's strong faith, love of family, and broad bands of friendship. Um, the memorial service for Robert Dale Maxwell took place in Deschutes County Fairgrounds in Redmond. Maxwell passed away on May 11th at the age of 98 wow. um, in Bend, his home for many years. And he was the oldest living Medal of Honor recipient at the time of his passing. If we need someone that would survive and would be a spokesperson and demonstrate what's best about being an American, it was probably Bob, said Redmond Mayor George Endicott, one of several speakers at the roughly 90-minute gathering uh, attended by hundreds. Which, by the way, George Endicott is an Army veteran, too. He's a Purple Heart recipient, which is... Outstanding. I know, did not know that until um, the memorial. I wish I could have been at the memorial, but I was actually working. Um, had right. I not been working, I probably would have gone. Um... Maxwell earned the Medal of Honor after jumping on a German potato masher grenade in 1945 <clears throat> to save his fellow soldiers in Italy. It was a courageous act in which he lost most of one foot, part of his leg, and suffered a concussion. 
He was the true embodiment of a Medal of Honor recipient, but much more. All who knew him said, Honor, integrity, selflessness, and courage, those are the pillars, said Jane Barnes, the health advocate and career coordinator with the Congressional Medal of Honor Society. Many veterans in Central Oregon had a relationship with Maxwell, to include myself. Uh, they said they will feel his loss, but will always smile at their memories. Uh, Bob is like that shining light, that candle that everybody wants to be said. J.W. Terry, president of the Oregon Band of Brothers, his leadership, his graciousness, and the way he talked with everybody, whether you were a youngster, a, a little child, or a grown adult, Bob treated everybody the same. As the crowd took their seats at the Expo Center, Endicott said, we lost a hero. I'm glad to see the entire community stepping up to acknowledge that. Uh, bagpipes were played as Maxwell's American flag draped casket arrived, again later as the Army Honors as the army officers detail slowly in measured steps placed it back in the funeral coach for the trips for the trip to Terrebonne. Uh, the last song amazing grace was played in between speakers Oops. speakers including pastor mike Yunker and maxwell's good friend and idaho minister dr charles Crane shared stories and underscored the fallen soldiers roots strong christian beliefs and modesty so much so that it was only after a year of discipleship together that Crane heard from someone else of Maxwell's highly decorated status. Just doing my duty, he told friends who had a chance to sit with him just days before his passing, <clears throat> praying for each other and promising we were going to try to be stationed in glory together. Today we remember <clears throat> Robert D. Maxwell, truly the best, Crane said. He was a national treasure of the United States of America and was a worldwide and eternal treasure. Be seeing you, Bob. Um, I'm going to kind of leave it at that because the article goes more into just the, the uh, memorial service, um, which I did watch. We were, it was broadcast live on TV for our local station, so I was able to actually at least watch it. But I kind of wanted to tell my, my personal. What? So, <laughs> so uh, for all of you not in studio, uh, we have one of our loyal listeners, Miss Taco Maker, yes, Inga Williams. Yes, Inga Williams just showed up. Decided to walk in, and she has handcuffs in her I hand, and she all. is going after Jada. What? What did I do? I'm sorry. What was that on the show? That, oh, I, I, have, I don't have balls to show up. I bet you won't do that to him, though. No, I <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't threaten me with handcuffs, little girl. Don't make me do it. <laughs> I, I'm not saying. By the way, I like your attire today. So they can see. You lie like a cur dog. Dude, what, what, what you doing? You giving her some trouble today? I'm always giving her trouble. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. One more time. One more time. See if I don't. And I will accidentally lose these keys. <laughs> don't worry. I have, I have a set of keys. I know you do. <laughs> and you know you ain't getting out if I give them to her. Keep it up. No, she might keep a hold of them and put them to use for some other reasons, but yeah. I'll tell you what these things have been used for besides the job. Whoa. <laughs> What'd you do to Carl? Oh, oh damn! I'll be crying like a little girl. Oh, <laughs> anyways, damn. anyways, John, <sighs> that's a very touching story on that. Yeah, no, that's you know you don't hear of you know you don't hear enough about people like that who 
you know, people that have been injured like that in the line. And the fact that he's, for us, he's kind of a local guy. Well, for you, he is, you know, a Medal of Honor recipient from that generation. And to lose something like that, um, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. But at the same time, it's what you like to see because that's the epitome of an American hero that went, did his job honorably, won, you know, won the CMH. And came home, lived out a nice, long, full life with his family, and was able to have that and come home and, you know, enjoy the life that he wanted. And he, you know, he met his time when the maker said it was his time, and he was able to do it with friends and family. And, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's my take on it. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, you know, I I got to spend an entire day with Bob, Um Back in 2010, um, this was actually two months after we got home from Iraq. Um, I was at the Madras Air Show doing a recruiting event um, for the Madras Air Show. And for the Redmond unit, um, I got roped into it somehow. And I'm glad I did. Um, it was actually a really good time. But uh, I got there, and the recruiter I was working for um, told me, hey, John, by the way, you know, or at the time, hey, specialist told, by the way, um, we got a Medal of Honor recipient coming today, and I kind of froze in my tracks, and I was like, snap. I was like, oh, crap, okay. <laughs> and he's like, it's, I'm sure you, you know, Sergeant Circle said, I'm sure you've probably heard of him, uh, his name's Bob Maxwell, you know, yep. he's a World War II vet, and I was like, yeah, I'd heard of Bob Maxwell. So, <clears throat> the day went on, and I was uh, showing the kids and family members around uh, a Bradley fighting vehicle, which was kind of cool because we had it fired up and we were able to move the turret around and then I uh, got the word that Bob showed up and um, because I just got back from deployment of course uh, Sergeant Circle wanted me wanted to introduce me to Bob and so I went over and he was sitting in his wheelchair over by over under the the shade cover that we had set up and uh, went over and and made introductions and uh, uh, one thing that stuck with me is how humble Bob is and um, I've the what happened next was kind of kind of threw me back on my heels a little bit um, because I'm sitting there talking to a World War II Medal of Honor recipient who jumped on uh, excuse me but please don't buzz me Josh because it's the only word that's appropriate. No, you're good. He jumped on a fucking hand grenade. Okay, he jumped on a hand grenade to save his platoon mates' lives. Yeah, that's the ultimate definition of self-sacrifice. The highest level of self-sacrifice um and the first thing that he said to me he's like i don't know how you guys do it in iraq i wouldn't go if i was in your shoes i i couldn't deal with it and i took that for a minute and pondered it for a second i was like what are you talking about that's like you literally jumped on a grenade bro what went on on in my head i'm like you you did the bravest thing that I could possibly think of that I don't even know. I, I don't know if I would do that because I've never been put in that damn situation. Right. You know, period. Not even close. And, you know, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say I saw anything close to combat, but, you know, we lost two platoon mates in Iraq in 09, and I was there the night they were killed. Um, yeah, it happened two trucks in front of you. Yeah, I think you were there. Yeah. It, you know, it's, 
And then for a Medal of Honor recipient, he jumped on a grenade to say, well, I, I couldn't do what you guys do in Iraq anymore. And I asked him, I was like, why, well, why do you say that? And he's like, you guys, when we, when we were over in Germany in 1945, we knew who the enemy was. We could see the enemy. We could, you know, we knew who we were fighting. You guys are fighting in a war where you don't know what's coming around the next corner. You don't know who's who, what's what, what the situation is. There's no clear-cut mission. And I couldn't deal with that, is what right. he said. And that threw me for a loop. And I was like, I, I honestly don't know how to react to that. Yeah, and then he thanked me for my service, and then we hopped in a Jeep, a will, an actual World War II Willys Jeep, and drove nice. around the part of the day. Um, it was really cool. He, he, the whole day, he just he's so humble and so caring, and he's done amazing work for the Medal of Honor Society. And it's, you know, it was his time. The man, you know, the man was old. By yeah. far, ninety-eight years life. old. Yeah, he had he had a good life post uh, World War Two. Ninety-eight and, years old, survived a grenade. You know, <laughs> right? And it's funny because you sit back and talk about how he thanked you for his service for what we did over in you know Iraq and Afghanistan. But the thing about it is, is you sit back and you're like, yeah, you know, I understand what you're saying. And it's funny that how you talk about what he told you, because I remember when I got home from our last tour together. And my old man actually told me the same thing. He's just like, I don't know how you guys do it or how you're able to. He's just like elite because he is Vietnam. And it's like, you know, he was like, at least in the jungles, we had an idea who it was that we were going after. Because you could tell VC and NVA versus what we oh, have absolutely. now, you know, when you're dealing with an insurgency and shit like that, you don't, you don't know because they blend in with the populace. You know, there's no uniforms or anything else like that from their side anymore. So it, it makes it very, you know, it makes it very different. So and you know, I, I that that was the that was the first, and you know, I've I've seen Bob a few other times at other veteran events around Central Oregon while I was still in the army. You know, um, but that was like the 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 longest I ever got to spend time with him. That was nine years ago. I mean, um, he's a, he's a good man. He did a lot of positive work for our community and for the nation in general. He he, it, it's not a fault, you know. It's not an understatement to say that he was a national treasure and a worldwide treasure. He did so many positive things around the world um, with the Medal of Honor Society and other veteran societies. He helped dedicate the Central Oregon World War II Veterans Highways and. Um, the Medal of Honor highways in Oregon. You know, he's he's an incredible man, and it's, it's it's truly a loss. So um, it's never yeah, easy. He'll be he'll be sorely missed for sure. Absolutely. It's never easy letting the good ones go. No, but no, it is not. With that, there is a second part to the outdoor segment today. Whoop, whoop. Um, we're going to talk about your guys' trip up to the woods since I wasn't able to go. So. Um, cause we featured, well, actually, no, we didn't, we didn't talk about Trillium Lake when no, we, did we did our not. in the outdoors. So why don't you tell us about Trillium Lake? Uh, it was actually my first time going to Trillium, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Really? That was your I, first time. I yeah. had never, I had never huh. been either. You know, I've always Trillium. gone up to either Olali or Timothy or Detroit or, you know, North Fork Reservoir. 
Wow. So, so, so hold on. Does that, mean, does that mean you've also never been down to Badger? To where? That is correct. I've never been Badger John, either. we need to, uh, we need to actually like take these guys to some of these, you know, non, you know, normal lakes or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely, we definitely need to do this. It's way up in the, it's way up in the boonies on Mount Hood. Yeah. Ba Badger, Badger is uh, interesting to get to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I fought a fire out at Badger Lake. What's that? Abandoned campfire. I fought a fire out there. Really? For the scenic area. Yeah. Abandoned campfire that a bunch of teens, they trashed camp, one of the campsites up there and let fire get away and it sparked a three acre wildfire. Oh, damn. Oops. They left everything, too. They got caught <laughs> for sure because they crazy. left everything. They left their tents. They left their beer coolers. They left it all. So, so Trillium Lake. To describe a little bit, you Go on. it's uh, it's just past. Uh, it's kind of just over the, you know, the the crest there by um, government camp, and, right? And uh, going up to Timberline and all that. So you you go down the road just you know a couple miles more, and uh, Troyum will be. They actually have a snow park right there uh, for Troyum uh, to go and ride your uh, snowmobiles and all that during the winter. Yeah, right across the street is Snow Buddy Snow Park. <laughs> and they do a bunch of sledding Snow and stuff Bunny. like that. <laughs> oh, it's a major snowmobile park too. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. And then, and take then off on their Yeah, and then as you drive into Trillium, um, you know, they've got camping and everything right there. Uh, and then they've got the regular lake access as well. Right. And um I'll tell you, first thing in the morning when we went down there and Oh my sorry, god. I'm getting blown up. Um First thing in the morning when we went down there this morning, the lake, I'm telling you, you know was what? perfectly, completely still. Give me just a second. I, I will send you the... By the photo I saw, it was... Yeah, give me just a second here, Josh. I will... Just straight glass. I know that look on Trillium. Oh, That's yeah. Why it's one of the most beautiful lakes in yeah, Oregon. there you go. Just, just send it straight just glass. Send it. Uh, <clears throat> should... It's not that one... There it is. There we go. Pop yeah, give us just there. a second. And here we go. Yeah, look at that. I wish I could have been up there with you. God, it was I'm, tell I'm telling you, the only movement in that lake was the damn salamanders, the six million salamanders oh that are in that lake. Okay. <laughs> Between uh, that and the ducks. It, it is a gorgeous lake, and it's, it's super picturesque. Like You can just see it in the photo. Yeah. You have a crystal clear refre reflection of Mount Hood, the tallest mountain in Oregon. Oh, just yeah. Just sitting like. Absolutely. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Inga, will you please go move your Jeep? You're blocking somebody in. Oh, Don't. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, because I forgot to say it when I started the outdoor segment, huge shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Eric's Armory. Um, they are amazing. Please, if you haven't yet, go check them out. I did put up a post while I was moving about Air Armory. They've got some new products in from Aero Precision that they can get hold of. If you want to do an awesome build, they can literally build you anything. Or hell, if you're in the area, go to their shop, pick out <laughs> parts, and they will help you build it yourself. Take a look at the RCF raf uh, rifle that we did. That was yep, a build that you and I put together. I, I, will almost, I almost dropped by there the other day. And uh, and I didn't end up doing it, but um, there's a good possibility I may be uh, swinging in there at some point this week. Mm -hmm. Just to 
just to see what's going on. And oh hell yeah, maybe, do it, man. Maybe uh, possibly might start pricing some stuff out. You know, I might just there go with you. you. Mm. Oh, I meet you there. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so uh, back yeah. to, back to Troyum. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so um, so yeah, as you as you can see, this picture here just really like john said you know you've got the mountain right there in the background the reflection um it's just was that mirror lake that uh, we were talking about the other day jenny mirror lake, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, um you know it, it's just absolutely absolutely gorgeous up there now yes it is you know top of the mountain it's yeah. closest lake to government camp basically so i can see um, the pictures of mirror lake that Give you another uh, idea. I just sent you the cold. panoramic. Okay, it's hang on. Really cold water. I don't know well, so there were in. so there was kids. There was these three kids oh. um, last and, night. Yeah, yeah last night, there. and they were in there, and and the whole lake is shaded over. So this is actually, this lake is actually on the, um, on the east side of the mountain, right? Yeah, so it's we on were, the southeast we're, slope. Yeah, so we were camped over on the west slope. Yep, and this was over on the uh, on the southeast slope. So. Uh, let me kick back over here real quick to yeah, that beautiful is, bean footage. That's a big old panorama I took last night. So, and that it's is... a they they do have a really nice path there around it too. Yeah, they've they've really uh, upgraded the the uh, walkways and stuff like that. There was a ton of people up there just taking photos. Um, you know, there was, uh, obviously a ton of people that were fishing, <laughs> camping, all of the above, you know, we, there was, uh, t we saw two paddleboard, uh, people out mm -hmm. this morning as well. So, um, really you can do, you know, pretty much everything on the lake. Uh, you know, motorboating is not a, option, yeah, motorboating but... is a no go there though. Um, unless it's a troller motor, electric troller. Yeah. yeah. No motorized. So, uh, yeah. Beautiful lake. If you get a chance, definitely. Uh, you know, get up the mountain and, and hit up that lake. So we'll, uh, John, you and I will get together on this and we'll, uh, we'll have to journey a little, uh, trip down to Badger, uh, especially yeah. that, especially that road going down there. Uh, oh, yeah. as, as crappy as it is. And especially as, um, oh, it's in the middle of nowhere <laughs> that I have heard. Uh, it's in, it, it is. And I'm telling you right now. That trail is like Jeep wide. Oh gosh. That road. That road is like Jeep wide. Nice. At some points. Sounds that, like that would be loading up in the Sequoia to get out there. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty like... much. So we, we had uh we actually took the uh Rangers uh back in the day. <laughs> we took we took the Rangers down down there and, and we did it, you know, it it uh it wasn't too bad. And I actually did oh. take end up taking the F one fifty. Oh uh, really? Down there, you, you can take bigger rigs down you, there. You, I mean, we you took can. Like just, six engines and that's three fifties down there. So yeah, it just it gets really sketchy and and uh, there's you know there's you know really what? no room for error. You know what? If you can wind up taking a full size crew cab long bed F two fifty across the freaking goat trails of the twenty seven road over in the Ochocos <laughs> during elk season when they're nothing but ice and be able to make it all the way across. Should be okay. Hunt I'm taking my story across it numerous <laughs> times. But the road to Badger's pretty sketch. It's it's a small road. It's definitely it's a it's a small, windy, poorly maintained 
back road. <laughs> Tracking. Like it's what the hell yeah. Is that so? Is it, that so, the same lake just no in winter? No. So this is actually Mirror Lake. This this one we were like the hike I did uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. So this, damn. Yeah. So this is just as a as a comparison. It kind of across the lake too while it was frozen. It was pretty cool. It kind of looks the same, kind of the same way as um, as Troium does. You have that that nice beautiful reflection. Yeah. Um. So I'll just yeah, go through a couple of, of these photos here just as a. Uh, obviously, this is in deep winter here. Now I remember here if you if you guys go back and you check out season one, for early on. Oh. Oh, how cute! I was gonna say that that picture wasn't supposed to come out. right. I'm surprised. I'm glad it was just that one and not something else. And yeah. We don't want to scare Right. Anyhow, so uh, if you go back in season one, early parts of season one when we first started going on air, our background actually for the longest time was a summer shot at, uh, of uh, Timothy Lake. For quite oh, yeah, a while, right. mm -hmm. so before we switch it up again to something else, and yeah, now we have this background, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, did you miss a yeah? Yeah, no, because I initiated it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, anyhow, so John, is that all you got for our outdoor segment tonight? Yeah, I'm gonna do my little wrap up, you guys. Hit me up if you have any questions or concerns or comments about the outdoor segment. Always looking for suggestions. Um, again, please go check out our awesome sponsor, Eric's Armory. Go check out their website. Get their number. Give them a call. See what they can do for you. See what they can hook you up with. They can literally do most anything that your heart desires as far as weapons go. Um, and also, you know, hit me up at my email at jtollatbackwoodsvets.com if you have any uh, thing that you want to see featured on the show, always open to suggestions. Look for the unboxing video from one of the products that I bought from Eric's Armory coming here hopefully this week. And with that, you know, don't turn off the show now, but get up, get off the couch, get out of your head, and go enjoy the outdoors and have an awesome adventure. Indeed. Thank you, good sir. Do appreciate it. So quick shout out right quick again to our sponsors here on the network. Oh, excuse me. First off, you got, you know, of course, our homepage of Backwoods Veterans. And then we also have Warrior Point, Warrior Point with an E dot org. Go over and check those guys out and become part of the Uncommon Few. And as John just mentioned, Eric's Armory for our outdoor segment. Uh, there was something else I was going to bring up as well. Oh, events. That is one thing that we have not talked about. So we just got done with Guitars of Stars here or Memorial Day weekend. But coming up July 6th, at Threat Dynamics out in Sherwood, Oregon. Pumping bears. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Um, so, anyhow, coming up on July 6th, uh, it's a Saturday. We're going to be working with our friends over at Valhalla Wood Forge. Or not Valhalla Wood Forge, but Valhalla 4x4. <laughs> Don't ask me where that came from. Probably because it's a whole Valhalla thing. There's so many Valhalla companies out there, it's insane. But anyhow, so we're going to be working with our friends from Valhalla 4x4, and they're working on a benefit for the trail therapy off-road program. And they're going to be having a big raffle, uh, basically like a big show and shine out there at Threat Dynamics in Sherwood. So they're going to have a full auto shoot going on at the indoor range, which, 
that's going to be fun. I'm interested in that one. So you're going to have a bunch of catered barbecue that's going to be out there. We're going to be providing music and a whole bunch of other the RTI ramps, show and shine, a whole bunch of other good stuff. So if you get the chance, go ahead, come on out, join us. Uh, out threat dynamics in Sherwood and have a good time uh, supporting the trail therapy off-road along with Valhalla 4x4. And then coming up, uh, not Memorial Day, Veterans Day weekend, November 8th and 9th, KC Mo Warrior Fest 2K19. More to come on that one here later on. So, But yes, you will have the folks from BB Nation. You will have the folks from the WO radio show, and from the sounds of it, you will probably have a, at least a couple of the folks from over at the bar that are going to be joining us as well. So that's going to be a good time. Looking looking forward to getting a chance to hang out with the Blue Falcon once again. Kaka! Sorry, I just had to throw that one out there. And then finally, finally getting the chance to meet in person our good buddy Minnie and George, a.k.a. Leroy Jenkins Pardos gonna be awesome gonna be a great time so with that being said yeah the greek bear himself you know because everything was invented by the greeks right yep so hell warrior fest was invented by the greeks (laughs) (laughs) it's called the battle of thermopylae oh my god right you know i i did hear a uh joke about the uh the greek army oh shit and uh what's what's the motto of the greek army they graduated from ohio state no (laughs) Sorry, you left that one open. No, no, it's not. It's not just Ohio State. It is. Wait, wait, hold on a second. What is it? It is somewhere. And Josh, the Ohio State University. Yeah, the Ohio State. Ohio State University. Anyways, no, the the motto of the Greek Army uh, apparently is uh, "Never leave your buddies behind." Fair enough. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's like the unofficial motto of the of the. Of the Navy, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gotta bust everyone's chops every once in a while, so. Yeah. Anyhow, speaking of busted chops, let's move on to our next segment. That is my favorite, and I'm sure a lot of yours, Signs and Headlines. Leroy Jenkins. It's time for Signs and Headlines fails right here <laughs> this is the best thing I fucking heard all day. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, when you say it like that, it almost sounds like uh, the the opening to the song on Lion King. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Obama oh, beats God. Wiener. Huh. <laughs> if it was me, I would resign, Prez. Um, <laughs> thank you, New York Post. I don't want to know hmm. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, would you like to know more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Inga's Googling it on her phone right now. <laughs> she's, she's, she just called up Siri and wants to know more. <laughs> so so that's where our tax dollars went during that apparently <laughs> so <laughs> right uh china ferrari sex orgy death crash what <laughs> china sounds ferrari. like a great way to die sex orgy death crash that i guess that's one way to go out with a quote-unquote bang i mean i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you have to go, that's the way to go. I guess so. 
What are they doing? Freaking hauling, you know, hauling ass across the Great Wall or some shit and wound up missing a turn? Something like that, probably. Who knows? It was bad, though. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Taco Maker needs to look that one up. Right? (laughs) Beef coming from behind. (laughs) What? (laughs) Duly noted. Only in Montana. Just say. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, what happened there? Uh, oh my god. I don't know. Dean Cerny should have bought a Tesla. Fuck you all, Daddy. Big up. There's okay, a bee. We're back. We're back now. All right. Yeah. What do we got? We use dank drugs. <laughs> really. <laughs> You don't say. Apparently so. I mean, judging by that smirk on his face. Where's them dank drugs at? They're dank drugs. Yeah. Incesticator. Or is it molesticator? Or just Malala. Those men are men and sheep are scared. All right. We'll work on that. Okay. Cast drug active. Isn't that a lot like Pride and Tucky, though? Could be. What? Or is that the cattle? Yeah. Yeah. G Long admits 2009 Dank Link. Okay. We'll work with that. Moving right along. Go on. Bezos exposes Pecker. Watch out, everybody. Is that because Obama liked to rub wieners? No, this is Amazon Chief National Enquirer boss tried to hire or tried to blackmail me with new picks. Yep. Uh, it was funny because there was a whole lot of freaking uproar about that one. And the funny thing is, is Jeff Bezos looks like a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a freaking Howie Mandel on freaking with Down Syndrome. I mean, I'm just saying. Although, I do love his product. because You want to pick a case? <laughs> deal or no deal? <laughs> I will say though, we all love his product though because we all use it. I think half the shit that's in the studio has been bought off by Amazon. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, moving on. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, wait, man, let me think about this one for a second. No, oh, there we go. All right. Oh my lord. Farewell columns from senior staff. <laughs> I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> I'll say it because I'm half British. Cunt. What about the dumb cunt? Hank <laughs> <laughs> is over here just like. Alrighty. Then. I think this article might be about my ex wife. Just oh. saying. Ooh. Shots fired. Oh, I'm right there. Not bad. And that's why his ex-wife owns half of Amazon. <laughs> oh, it's about Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, what do we got next? First black woman ever. <laughs> um, this looks like a review on Pornhub. That sounds like a review on Pornhub. Inga's over here like, Bitch, what? <laughs> she can't even say anything. She just shakes her head. You're right. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a moment like the <laughs> What? You don't need a white girl moment? Oh. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> what? Come on, you that whole bar not uh, yeah. just me. <laughs> uh, 
one time. Oh, white girl, you're so basic. <laughs> I know. All I'm just saying is, I mean, this is very vague. The first black woman to ever, what, ever go to jail, hold a dick? I mean, what the hell? You know what's funny? Like, to our viewers that haven't met Inga yet. Oh, my God. Like, she sounds like the whitest person ever. What? What? You sound pretty white. No. Yeah. No. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. No. 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 Okay. I'm just kicking the, I'm kicking the nest right now, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Fine. Here we go. Here we go. She's good. Oh. Josh is hooking her up, right? Meow. Hold the <laughs> hell up. Well, he's got to turn the mic on. Sound white. I have never sounded white. I sounded Native American. I've sounded Greek. I've ha I've sounded a lot, but never white. Where the hell did you get that? <laughs> I love this. I love you actually kind of sound kind of Mexican right now. Oh, oh I haven't even gotten Mexican yet. Okay, hold on. <laughs> right now, I'm having a nigga moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you set that mic over there for her. Okay, never mind. All right, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. We we we, uh, we we no matter what cannot use the. Yeah. Oh, that's a network deal. That's nope. a network thing. What? Nope. You're cut off now. Where did John come off the wall with that one? <laughs> I, I just need know. to know what medication are you oh, on and my how God. Because we need to talk to your doctor about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. I love from the pot. That's the only reason I think this because of this reaction right now. De oh my De God. Hey, Dean Cerny <laughs> says we talking Urkel White. Uh or uh or money white or money Mike Mike <laughs> or money Mike money white Mike. money Mike magic, <laughs> magic Mike wow maybe magic Mike really? who magic knows Mike, I don't know there you go we love you I love you I'm just doing it to stir the pot I'm an alcohol lots and lots of alcohol oh, you've been watching reruns of the uh, of the bar again and drinking every time George Bardo says um haven't you <laughs> 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 or call someone boo boo. I don't know. I think the um thing happens more often. Get fifty percent off or half price, whichever, whichever is, is less. less. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, can you get fifty percent off and then half price? So half off of fifty percent. Yeah. This is one of those things. How to keep an idiot busy for an hour? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Trying to figure this out. How much maintain? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one is less. Mm. Yeah, what's a better deal? Um, sir, they're the same thing. Scott wants head job. I'm sure he does, as do Not a lot of me. other guys. All right, right then. What are you trying to say there? Wants a head job. Get to it. Come on. Not there on the go. air. Damn it. But I can't, <laughs> I can't get down on my knees, so I'm good right now. Whoa. My back won't allow it. Well, I could get down, but I could get back up, so. So what's the downside Perfect. of the argument here? <laughs> um, I'm in a lot of pain. Don't worry, I'll go over my, my juice back here. Uh, I'll have it fixed up in a minute. Uh, <laughs> and on to the next one. What do we got? Headline. Headline. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think someone forgot to finish typing or they fell asleep at the board. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody was giving head. Thank you. That's there right. we go. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. Headline head. I like that's how your what mind she's, works. Or is that what that's she was what saying she and they were trying to type it out? 
Mariah must have typed it out. Gurgle. <laughs> gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Yeah, it's headline. Head gurgle, gurgle, Wait, gurgle. How, how's that go, Mariah? Yeah. <laughs> Scotty does it. No. Uh oh. Oh, Slick Willie just know? jumped in. Real <laughs> Willie Pierce. <laughs> right? Well, he just joined us, so. Pierce just uh, had his uh, retirement. Yes, he house. did. It was amazing. What's that? It was good. Nice. Uh, Wait, Sarn Pierce? Yeah. Yeah, Sarn Pierce. Nice. Nice beard, Justin. Yeah, I know, right? You like that? You like that? Yeah. Yes, I. You too can grow one now. <laughs> now you're retired. Make your own. No... <laughs> he's still working at the, the FMS for a little while. Oh, before. is he? Yep. Make your own nut milk. Ooh. Well, there's a two-ball own... compound. I can make my own nut milk. Have you ever seen the tit on an almond? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll wait. Show me the tit on a fucking almond. <laughs> as, as Sam Elliott says on the ranch, how in the do you milk an almond? Yeah, exactly. How do you milk a coconut? Uh, cut it open. Gargle, 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 gargle. But just be careful, Mariah. It's a little bit moist. Oh, oh here we go. And it starts. Moist? Moist? <laughs> uh, anyhow, moving right along. I feel like I just keep Milk optimistic on peak talks. Peak talks? Yep. Peak talks? Peace talks. Oh, okay. What? Oh my god, Dean Cerny, you can milk anything with nipples, ass fucker. <laughs> oh, ask fucker. No, F-O. Yeah, but you said it earlier and he didn't get you, so. What? Gargle, 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 gargle. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my lord, wow. But yes, MILF optimistic on peace talks. Duly okay. noted. Thank god. Oh, Moving on. I'm glad the milfs are uh, optimistic. Cougars? <laughs> he goes over here like, I, 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 I got yeah, watch nothing. Out, watch out for them cougars. Cougars? <laughs> the mountain cougars. <laughs> Placement is everything, people. What? <laughs> Big steaming pile of poo. <laughs> He's like, yay. I poo hey, this is us after eating MREs for a week. <laughs> yay, I pooped. And I don't want to be around you guys after you... Oh boy! <laughs> I suddenly feel 10 pounds lighter. Total Lunar Eclipse will be broadcast live on Northwest Public Radio. Public Radio? Thank God. Yeah, I was really I'm, hoping I'd be able to hear it. I didn't know they made sounds. <laughs> and, now, FM, it says. and now, the moon is coming in front of the sun. Slowly. I have no words for this. Slowly. Yeah. It's almost making the I have no words for this. This is so colossally we are, we retarded. We are now at a quarter eclipse. Hold, please stay tuned. We will be right back with live coverage of the total lunar eclipse right here on Northwest Public Radio. I, I have no words for this. This is so colossally retarded. And we're halfway through now, the total lunar eclipse. Uh, sounds like something a... Uh, Marine would be doing. Sadly, Ooh, I can see wow. doing Just that, saying. that sounds like some that you would have heard back in the day from like Walter Cronkite or some yeah. shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and now that the moon is slowly turning red. And Dean <laughs> just commented, 
Only the blind listened. <laughs> Fair enough. Pierce, can you hear it? <laughs> hey, it's it's all about that that George Bush impersonation. If a tree falls in the forest, there's no one there to hear it. Does anybody it really care? <laughs> right, something along those lines. Starvation can lead to health hazards. You don't say. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason, Again, Josh, a lost for you. No. I don't want any milk, you asshole. He's going to get some nut milk for you. Pass it along the freaking red solo cup to get a top off on it. And Josh is like, hey, I got some milk for you. No, you sick bastard. Get away. Hey, Justin, how's that pale ale for you? Uh, That's awesome. Starvation can lead to health hazards. You don't say. I didn't know that was something. Well, not if you have a good supply of nut milk. <laughs> Dice's cream of <laughs> full of protein. Right. Gargle, gargle. <laughs> you sure are gurgling a lot tonight. It's really good for stretch marks too. Wow. <laughs> and on that note, noted. No, you just need to be stoned. <laughs> no, man. No, man. Oh, thank you, brother. That's awesome. And that concludes this week's signs and headlines. Wow. Oh, my God. That was a good one. All right. Well, we're about 10 minutes behind now. We were on time for a minute, but it was like total squirrel yeah. <laughs> going through that one tonight. Squirrel. Yeah. Thank you, Cletus. Which, God, we need to get that guy back in here. You keep saying that. I know, right? Well, we do. Just saying. Best starvation has been known to, oh, known to cancer in California. Uh, right? Oh, known to cause cancer is what he's probably meaning to say. Dean Cerny's tatered, so you got to give him a minute. He's a little bit slow on the uptake okay. tonight. <laughs> he, he's one he's of them south. Ohio guys, isn't he? What's that? Isn't he one of them Ohio guys? He is an Ohio guy. Uh, see, that explains a lot. Right? I guess that's they like, just got that's like, their turkey shoot this, this year, too. Oh, I was going to say, that's kind of like how uh, Minnie was, you know, on uh, Tuesday night there on the World Radio Show. <laughs> Dude, I really wanted to get some clips out of that, and I I didn't have enough time before the show. But yeah. uh, stay tuned. Yeah, I will have some by next week, and let me just tell you, it will be pure gold. Oh, that it certainly will. Was he soused? Dude, oh, very soused. His his liver was very moist. Moist and pickled. <laughs> the only one within reach, somewhat. Right. Right. Have you ever licked a moist pickle? <laughs> Actually, I don't like to lick pickles. I like to bite them. I think, I think the saying goes, I'll give you a nickel if you tickle my pickle. I don't like to... <laughs> Instead of just hey, pickle, I'll give you a nickel if you tickle. I don't like to tickle, tickle them or lick them. I like to bite them. Ouch. <laughs> Offside. You like moist pickles. I like to bite them, yeah. Why? You like moist pickles especially, in your mouth. Especially dill. A little sour. Yeah. Don't look at me. That's your I, I'm... I'm, I'm Moving right along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Inga's got the handcuffs to put your hands behind whoa, your back. Whoa. So then I'm safe out of Go on. Go on. You wouldn't even put it on him. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight on Live PD. See, that would be so. That would be the We're the ones that are supposed to. Yeah. See?
Tonight on Live PD, Jade up gets handcuffed by two females. Yes. <laughs> yeah, tell One of them is ca- Inga. <laughs> oh, shit. Tell the, tell the camera pans back <laughs> on you and Justin's going, no, mommy, no. What, what was that like soundbite that we like to use on the air once in a while? Run, bitch. Run. <laughs> no, no Jade, you better be careful. Because everyone says you're supposed to have a proposal or something. So you better be careful that she doesn't handcuff you with me. Because then you're stuck. <laughs> In a waterfall. I thought this was a family-friendly show. <laughs> Not tonight, evidently. In- Inga ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Inga it, showed up, and it, that shit just went right out the window. Hey, this is normal for my family. Yeah. <laughs> so Inga says that that she's still maintaining that it's a family show. So fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Show up to one of my family gatherings, either the black or the Mexican side, and see how many pe- arrests and drunk people there is at one, in the first hour. <laughs> 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 By the end of the it, night. It, so uh, we have five hookups, uh, three deaths, and maybe five port- people got deported on the Mexican side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Got house arrest, so we always have to have it on one person's house. Oh, man. Moving right along. Yeah, right? Moving yeah. right along. <laughs> Dysfunctional family show. Nope. What's that? It's a dysfunctional family show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyhow, now we really went off into freaking squirrel land. Uh, let's go ahead and move on into the news. <laughs> and because we're short on time, Mariah, go ahead and give us one. No, oh, we're going. Okay, well, I will do the top one. Marine Vet running for president reveals... Personal battle with PTSD. Um, what? As you say that, I have the other one brought up on my phone. Thanks. There hey. we go. I got it. So, Marine Corps Iraq veteran and 2020 presidential, can- presidential candidate rep Seth Moulton recently revealed that he has suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder and sought treatment for the often... Are you having a hard time? Because you literally just read through this article here yes. before the show. Yes, I am, because everyone's staring at me now. Stigmatized <laughs> 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 mental condition. Massachusetts Democrat Democrats announcement in a May 20th Politico story marks a publication call the first time in recent history that presidential candidate from major party has revealed that he or she received medical uh, mental health treatment. Go on. I just want people to know. Well, he isn't. <laughs> what was that? Oh, go ahead and say that again, Inga. It wasn't, it wasn't Inga. It was Jenny. Oh, was that Jenny? What did you say? That was that way. So I said, well, he is a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to know that they're not alone, Moulton told Policia or Politico. I had some particular experiences and regrets from the war that I had just thought about every day, and occasionally I've had bad dreams that woke me up in a cold sweat. Moulton, who announced his candidacy for the 2020 presidential race April 22nd, has a campaign, campaign proposal that would require mental health exams as well as annual physicals for active duty military and veterans. The lawmaker has served in the House of Representatives since 2015 and, ha- and is a member of the House 
Armed Service Commi Services Committee. Moulton said that he sought counseling in 2009 and after a few attempts found a therapist that had begun meeting with him weekly, adding, adding that the lawmaker has not has not been on medication. Sorry, I'm like skipping lines as I'm reading. <laughs> uh, since then, Moulton said he has learned to cope with his experiences. They will always be there and there will always be regrets that I have, but to get to the point where I can deal with them and manage them. Moulton began discussing his ambition for the 2020 race in February and agrees that the United States needs to send more spend more on cyber technology and artificial intelligence and less in aircraft carriers and the F-35 Joint Strike Force. What was the name Joint of that? Strike Fighter. Yeah. Now, here's a question. What was the name of that uh, uh, that program from uh, the Terminator movies? Skynet? Skynet. Yes. This guy's a big Skynet guy. And Cyberdyne? Yes. Just yeah. saying. Dude, I have so many things to say about this article, but continue, Mariah. Um, that is our best estimate of how the... Excuse me. Instead of trying to build new aircraft carriers to match the U.S. Navy's 11-carrier fleet, China has built an aerosol... Or, or an arsenal, excuse me, of... <laughs> Do you want to just finish reading this? Go. Sorry, I'm trying to get through it quickly for you guys. Uh, 1,238 anti-ship missiles, Moulton said, that this is our best estimate of how many Chinese anti-carrier missiles you can buy for a piece of a U.S. carrier. Moulton has also said that he thinks the U.S. needs to strengthen their relationships with NATO partners and said, and said, should be, or said he should be asking whether it makes sense to establish a Pacific parallel to NATO to count to counter China. So, end of article. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead, John. You got something to say. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure that Dan Crenshaw would tell this dude to shut the hell up, first of all. Um, I'm not downplaying his PTSD at all, but I think he's using it as a crutch to try and get elected, and I have many negative things to say about that. That's I think he's using it as a crutch, and his whole theory on downsizing the military, I think James Mattis would uh, send a knife hand straight through his freaking skull over that. Uh, yeah. Um, Again, yeah, he's this, a Democrat. This dude... <laughs> oh, that's not... That's not even political party official affiliation. That's just straight no. stupidity. Yeah. This is this, this. Yeah, what I'm talking about has nothing to do with his party affiliations. Even though I know his party affiliation, he's just he's trying to get elected using his his veteran status solely as his crutch to jump into the candidacy. Which is wrong on so many levels. Agreed. So let me let me ask you guys this. Yeah. So, out of you know the people who have served, obviously, what I mean, do you go and and when you're going going for a job or for whatever uh, application with the you know a loan at the bank, 
are you going and, and telling him that you have PTSD if if you have that? Nope. And advertising that that fact to everybody has nothing to do uh, with what you're doing with what you're doing at that point in time. The only thing it's that goes on job applications, if like for example, I, I've worked the majority of my civilian life in the federal, uh, the civilian federal government, and um, the only thing I put on my applications and my resume is when they ask for my preference points. And for my ten point preference, that's it. Yep. That's if it, it comes up, okay. if it comes up in the interview process, then yeah, by any means, if they have questions about it, they can ask questions and then go from there. But it's not something that I'm gonna flaunt to get a better job or to get a loan or to get a house. You know. Okay. So my service has nothing to do with that. So then, him sitting here and uh, you know talking about his uh, PTSD and whatnot then uh you know again in, in comparison to at least you guys right which is kind of the only poll i can take right here um but uh sounds to me like he's definitely then trying to use that to try to gain uh empathy from he's the voters. exploiting it yeah he's yeah. Exploiting, exploiting the voters it's the whole oh look at me thank you thank me for my service and now make me a candidate for president yeah exactly it's exactly I mean, what it is don't get me wrong i mean Kudos to the guy for his service. You know, I'm not going to downplay that at all. But at the same time, don't use that as leverage for trying, you know, don't use it as a poor me type of deal when trying to get yourself elected. And the fact that this guy is sitting trying to say that, you know, he wants to take away from these other projects with him being a Marine that's obviously done time overseas. I mean, the guy has a bronze star with the V device. For combat in the Joff in 2004. I mean, seriously, bro. You of all people should know the importance of this equipment <laughs> that we use. So, And he should also be aware that he needs to be a silent professional about it, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why I said I'd be really interested to know what Dan Crenshaw has to say about this. <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure Dan Crenshaw would... Well, Dan Crenshaw's super humble. He probably wouldn't tear him apart, but I'm sure in his mind, Dan Crenshaw's like, dude, I, I just want to throat punch you to freaking next throat. week over it. Okay, so so here here's another thing, though. Here's another thing. Are we really going to have a Marine running this country? It wouldn't be the uh, first one. Yes, it would. What? Yep. Just looked it up. Really? Yep. Just looked it up. Everybody's been Air Force, National Guard, Navy... Army. Army. There have not been any actual Marines. Now, John Kennedy did receive a Navy and Marine Corps medal. Yeah, he received a Navy Cross. But other than that, um, Hoover like helped guide some Marines, but there, he was not a Marine. Huh. So, yeah, I just just looked it up because I was just thinking, hey, how many Marines have there been? And we all know, you know, the whole crayon eaters and, you know, muscles are required intelligence and non-essential. <laughs> you know, all of the uh, the wonderful, uh, uh, you the know. little jabs kicks, that we yeah, throw Yeah, kicks and jabs we give uh, give our good buddies there in, uh, in the Marines. But, um, yeah, so like I said, I was curious, so I went ahead and looked it up. That's and, interesting that we have never had a Marine president. That's surprising, it's, actually. It is. Um, but I mean, back to the article, like, uh, yeah, 
I don't see this guy getting elected. I think it's I think it's a PR stunt to try and garner support, and I I'm not gonna say that I find it offensive because I'm not offended by it, but it's it's aggravating because it's it's just a publicity stunt, and it's not something that should be used as publicity. What are you, what are you doing? doing, John? I'm not doing anything. You're like rattling paper or something. I'm not. I'm literally not rattling any paper. Weird. Not on this hey. end. Somebody seriously sounds like they're rattling like a candy wrapper, or chips or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. Man. Anyhow, so moving right along. Are you uh? Huh? We'll cut that one. Cut. Okay, that's what I was just gonna ask. Yeah. Okay, so that's a cut. So, all right, this one, yep, go ahead, Justin. Okay, and are you cutting the last one? Yeah, okay, got it. Thanks. So, alrighty, so this one comes to us out of American Military News. Headline reads Virginia Beach Gunman gave two weeks' notice Friday, but was in good standing in his job. I saw this article earlier. The oh longtime God. Virginia Beach Public Works employee behind the nation's latest mass shooting put in his two weeks' notice on Friday morning. Hours before he carried out an attack that killed 12 and wounded four, city officials said Sunday. Virginia Beach City Manager Dave Hansen said the shooter's job performance was satisfactory, did not face any disciplinary measures before he notified the city that he intended to quit and he was not fired. He was in good standing within his department. No issue of discipline ongoing, Hansen said. Virginia Beach Police Jim Cervera said investigators will look into whether his employment status was linked to the attack at a city municipal building here. Four victims of the shooting were recovering Sunday at two area hospitals. One at Centara uh, Virginia Beach General Hospital was downgraded from fair to critical condition following a surgery and two others there remain in critical condition, hospital officials said. A fourth victim was critical but stable at Centara Norfolk General Hospital a hospital designated to handle higher-level trauma cases. The suspect, Dwayne Craddock, is described by police and those who knew him as an enigma who gave no indication that he was stockpiling an arsenal and playing a systematic assault on his colleagues. What was that? Um, that's hey, hey. got to be John's. Hey, John, was John's that something in your hold background? Hey, hold on a second. No, dude. There's nothing. Okay, she heard it because she just jumped up. Yeah, it's under. Well, I don't know what. Uh, is this more weird noises? Oh, all we this heard is this weird. And the dog jumps up. I don't know if there's anybody outside. Anyhow, now I got Craddock, a 15 year veteran of public works and a civil engineer, was still employed at the time of the rampage and had a pass to enter the secure inner offices and conference rooms, officials said. Cervera said investigators were continuing to probe why Craddock sprayed bullets into fleeing office workers using a 45 caliber handgun armed with a silencer that police believe was used for stealth and to keep victims from knowing where the attacker was in the building. That could at least partially explain why survivors of the attack said they were caught off guard and initially puzzled by what was happening. One described hearing something that sounded like a nail gun. Craddock brought numerous extended magazines loaded with ammunition, which carry more rounds than traditional magazines. You don't say. Clearly, this was an individual who did understand and have experience with firearms and had given potentially 
some forethought into the advantage that using a suppressor would offer him, particularly the suppressor coupled with the caliber of weapon he was using, said Thor uh, Eels, executive director of the National Tactical Officers Association and retired law enforcement officer with the Colorado Springs Police Department, where he oversaw a SWAT division. Craddock was eventually killed in an intense firefight, quote-unquote, with four responding officers who hemmed him in and likely prevented him from using his load of ammunition on more victims, Severa said. Sorry, trying to bring a little bit more light to it. <laughs> the image of public works employees holed up with a silencer and extended magazines amid a merciless assault is a far cry from how Craddock's neighbor saw him. They described Craddock as a car enthusiast, bodybuilder, and seemingly quiet man. Amanda Archer, 22, and Cassidy Howerin, 23, lived in a Virginia Beach town home beneath Craddock for the past year and only got to know him in passing, exchanging the occasional greeting. He wasn't much of a talker, Archer recalled. He's a mystery, oh, he's a mystery to us. He's a mystery to everybody, apparently. <clears throat> Hansen said Craddock was still employed in the department, had a security pass, and was authorized to enter the building. In order to avoid excessive publicizing of the shooter's name, officials said they would only give his name publicly once and would re afterward refer to him only as the suspect. Craddock had served in the Army National Guard. Hey, guess what? According to a newspaper clip from the time of his city hire and received basic military training and advanced individual training at none other than Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Sounds like he was a gun bunny. And Craddock roamed three floors of the office building, shooting indiscriminately at his co-workers. The Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, <laughs> that's a good party, <laughs> said at a Saturday afternoon press conference that Craddock legally bought two forty-five caliber handguns, one in 2016 and one in 2018. Both were found at the crime scene, and neither was previously used in any other crime, the ATF reported. Hansen said all but one of the victims were employees of the city working in the public works department. The shooter killed his first victim in a car in the parking lot before he entered the building. End of article. So, yeah. How much you want to bet now? I'm just throwing it out there. After Vegas, what did they go after? The bump stops, right? Bump stops. Now this guy had a freaking can on his 45 and extended magazines. Guess what's coming up next? Yeah. Yeah. I see it's it happened. now. I see it now. I see it now. They're going to try it, but it ain't going to happen. You know, yeah. I... Guns don't kill people. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, bump stocks was an easy thing to get rid of because it's a bump stock and there wasn't a huge industry for it yet. It was getting to that point, but it was it hadn't taken off completely. Right. Suppressors have been legal for a, while. a long time now, and there is a huge market for it, and it ain't going to go down without a huge fight. Nope. No, it is not. Yeah, it's not guns that kill people. It's husbands that come home early. Exactly. Yeah. On a serious note, though, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yep. It's a freaking tool. Don't blame the tool. Blame the freaking idiot behind the tool. Exactly. I mean, that, that's just my thought on it. And the, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's... I'm interested in knowing... Because a lot of people... A lot of these folks in this article say that the signs... The normal signs weren't there. Well, it's like you take a look at people that are suicidal. 
they don't always display all the signs and everything else too that you expect them before they commit the act. It's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. That's what they say, dude, and that that's the fact right there. Uh, yeah. A lot of people with mental illnesses in my job, and nine times out of ten, I'm always questioning why are they in the system. Right. I deal with a lot of vets. I actually had two of them before I came here that I dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I took one to uh, Willamette Falls over here. And had a normal conversation with them all the way from Ladell's to here. Just like how we're having a normal conversation right here. Right. Until I read his paperwork, I would not have even suspected not even half of the diagnosis he had. Wow. And I deal with it on a daily basis. I mean, I've gone to pick up people and they're great. They're having a conversation. They're asking about the weather. Right. And two seconds later, I'm getting a, I, I got a busted lip. I've got a busted lip. I'm taking them down. I'm putting them full restraints. And that's after I've been told, oh, they're schizophrenic or they're, they have anxiety or any other stuff. And you would never have suspected you would walk next to these people on, on the floor. Exactly. Does it scare you knowing that they're so two different sides? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm always on alert. Mm -hmm. I'm, even mo I'm even more alert now compared to how I was before I even started the job. Yeah. Uh, I have had people just straight haul out and just clock me out of just sky blue nowhere and did not see it coming, didn't even have a chance to react. Uh, I've had my knee kicked out from me. I took down this one girl. It was a 15-year-old girl. And out of nowhere, mm -hmm. she's like, okay, we're getting ready to go. And boom, we're in a fight for survival at that point. Jesus. She was going for my handcuffs. She was going for any and everything. And my partner came out fully bloody from elbow to hand, just bleeding to death almost. And you just don't know what you're going to get. As soon as we get the paperwork, we get very vague descriptions on their issues. And... It seems like I deal with a lot of the veterans aspect. I don't know is this because of the military background that I come from, because of my, fam uh, my family and my yep. friends, but they seem to put me a lot with the veterans. But you'll also get the same stories from them where they get mistreated a lot. Mm. And that's why they act out in these ways. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I don't like reading about these kind of articles or hearing about these kind of articles where people say, well, he didn't display nothing. They never do. Yeah, right. it's kind of scary how someone can do that type of thing, just like <clears> the <throat> guy with giving us two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up our regular news for now since we are 15 minutes left on the show. It's time to hit up our next segment known as Dummy of the Week. I'll spell it for you. D U M M Y. Shut up, dummy. You big dummy. For every man, there's a woman. And for every dummy, there's a dummy. dummy. And now, your dummy of the week on BB Nation Radio. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you, Newsweek, for bringing us this week's dummy of the week. Once again, we go back to the network's favorite state of what? Florida. Florida. That's right. 
Florida man is at it again. Florida man broke into terrified 77-year-old woman's home, put her own, oh, put on her clothing, and asked for a drink. Florida <laughs> man broke into an elderly woman's home, stole her belongings, and wore her clothes, according to police. The 77-year-old victim, was, who was not named, returned to her home in Jacksonville, northeast Florida, on Friday and found a man in her property. CBS affiliate Action News Jax reported, citing police. The suspect, Christopher Patterson, was wearing her clothes and had taken a shower. The suspect broke into the woman's home as he was being pursued by a police officer, investigators told News, News 4 Jax. Patterson is thought to have worn the woman's clothes in order to hide his identity from the police officer who lost him in the chase. When he was discovered by the victim, Patterson told her he was hiding from the police, according to News 4 Jax. Patterson said he didn't intend to harm his victim and asked if he could have a drink from her fridge. He then took her purse from her shoulder as well as her car keys. The victim's car was a Cadillac, according to News 4 Jax. A struggle ensued between Patterson and the woman. As she begged him not to steal her purse, she told him... Please don't do this. The woman told the broadcaster she uh, found the ordeal terrifying. Well, calm down, huh? <laughs> While Patterson was in the home, the victim also said that he also stole cash, one of her late husband's watches, as well as an air mattress. Patterson also asked permission to take shampoo and soap and return one of her late husband's items at the property. God damn it, are you fucking with me? Nope, this is all for real, son. Patterson then made off of the woman's car and headed to an IKEA store, according to Action News Jax. The location of the IKEA was unclear. In the parking lot of the IKEA, the suspect took a tag from a vehicle and placed it on the woman's stolen car. Next, Patterson oh drove gosh. to a Walmart store on Phillips Highway. That evening, police received a call from shoppers that a man had been discovered slumped at the wheel of a car at the Walmart. Police arrived at the scene. Patterson initially struggled with police, but was eventually arrested. The victim told Action News Jax the suspect did drugs in her car. Some of her stolen items were returned, according to the outlet. Jacksonville Sheriff's Office Department of Corrections documents show Patterson was charged with petty theft of items less than $100 with a bond of 503 He's also faced with charges of burglary of an occupied dwelling and a $50,003 bond. Once you get a job, motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Resisting an officer without violence to his or her person carrying a $2,503 bond. What the hell's with the ending in three? And carjacking without a firearm or deadly weapon with a $50,003 bond. Jack, uh, Patterson is due in court on June 17th. Right? And this guy just looks like a winner. I wonder right. if he had a snort of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, he, he was on something. Wow, that's just... Okay, Don't forget the snort of cocaine. All I can say is... Go home or go big. <laughs> we got a guy that went in and put some women's clothes on. Yep. <laughs> to lose the cops. Yes. yes. Then the cops misplaced him. So this sounds like a two-for-one deal for the dummy of the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now this person down the story line here. Go he ahead. Begs, he begs this woman not to turn him in. Correct. And this woman hasn't shot him yet? Correct. Wow. 
Okay, I'm going to stop right there because there's just so much retardedness here. This <laughs> almost sounds like a threefer. Thank you. We're like, we're, we're the best like, thing ever would have been it. Dummy of the week here with just this one story. Right. I'm saying. <laughs> because we've got the, the police department that just lost them to begin with. I'm not going to drop the F-bomb because I really want to. Right. But Josh is already like, do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Good luck on that. Dude, I, the one thing that could make this better is if that 76-year-old woman kicked this dude's ass. <laughs> right? Well, hit him with a bike. It looks like first. she might have got one good hit in. I mean... Nah, right? that's the police department. That, that's police brutality. Right here, right in this area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting like, reading through the comments. Dean Cerny says, typical Friday night for me. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, William Pierce says, the beer didn't give him away. That, oh my god, Dean Cerny. Is that Tom Brady? <laughs> Waterfall's like an air mattress? Man dressed like a woman at a Walmart. Does anyone else see this as normal? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's in the South. So anything. Walmart, Florida, Tweaker. Yeah, oh, I can yeah. say it's I, a normal it, day in Florida. All we're seeing is a dingo eating a baby up in the story right now. Oh, okay? my saying. God. Wow. We pretty much covered every everything else. Like, I mean. The cops lost him, and then he. They found him slumped in the, in the, in the Walmart parking lot. He had a dress, and then, like, an old woman's dress at that. So, like, is she, was she fat? Was she skinny? Well, I they must have been here. about the same size Now, here's so. my question, though. I mean, was it just, like, a, a failed attempt at a Mrs. Doubtfire impersonation? <laughs> I was wondering that. <laughs> I mean, well, this is what about. they call a drive-by. <sighs> yeah. I love the fact that he went to an Ikea as well. I know, right? What the hell is like, one of the most Ikea? One of the most upscale places that you could possibly go that people are going to notice that you are obviously cracked out of your gourd. Well, it is Florida, so Florida I mean... It, you... But it, it's the South. It's the South. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. You never know. So, and that, my friends, is our Dummy of the Week this week. And what so, a dummy he was. I'm telling you, that, that was like a, a fruit basket full of dummies. That and that one. Yeah. 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 Like a whole new level. Right? He's dumb as hell. Dumb as hell. What's that? He's dumb as hell. Right? <laughs> what were you saying, Inga, though? You, you guys can't talk that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Unless y'all are going to come over and sit in my hood and try to find something. He was looking for nut butter. I, I know. I said from our house. Did you say nut butter? I believe that's called duck butter, and it's for Munda cheese. Oh, unless he was looking for the uh, the nut milk. I mean, just... Josh tried to give it to you, but he didn't want it. No, he. Hey, yeah, you asked. I Pierce is talking. Yeah. Pierce is talking about the guy for our W of the week this week. That's nut what butter. he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got so, nut butter on his face. Yeah, he's got something on his face. That's for damn sure. Duck butter that's past its prime. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, well, we got less than uh, six minutes, or we got just over six minutes left in the show, so we're going to go ahead and start making the final round. First off, John, go ahead. Hit us with final thoughts, brother. Final thoughts are thank you all for the birthday wishes. Wish Justin a happy birthday. <laughs> Wish Josh a happy belated birthday. Happy birthday to you guys. 
Um, you as well, good sir. Again, go check out our sponsor, Eric's Armory, and go hit them up for all your weapons needs. They And another thing, they can ship to anybody that has a licensed FFL. So, just saying, you don't have to be in Oregon to go shop from them. They will ship. Inga's uh, over here like, hmm. <laughs> and I got him. Do what? Inga's over here like, hee 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 hee. Yeah, Inga, you can go spend your next paycheck at Eric's Armory. That's yes, fine. please, please Mench- go. Mention Baby me, Nation. Tell him yeah. we sent you. Yeah, by the way, if you do shop there and buy something, tell them we sent you. Who knows? They might hook you up with something. Well, you would have been able to afford an AR if you would have showed up to Guitars for Stars. Yeah, you missed a great event. Okay, we're not talking about that. Uh-huh. I thought you were out on the Gambler. So, Fairly Reunion, you said? <laughs> you know what's funny? Dane Cerny made a comment about that here a little bit ago. Oh, said, yeah, well, something along those lines when Inga was talking about her family get-togethers yeah. and shit. And uh, he made a comment like, well, somebody was supposed to bring the ice, but they forgot what kind of ice. <laughs> 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 nice. Well, if my shoulder wasn't all bummed up, that could have been me. Oh, fair enough. To be fair. Anyway, to be fair. Uh, huh? With that, you know, guys, get out there, stay safe. The weather's turning nice finally. It's getting hot, at least here in Central Oregon. It's been 90 the last two days in a row. Um, you know, hydrate, stay safe. You know, go enjoy the outdoors and watch out for them uh, humping bears and them mountain cougars. <laughs> Make sure you carry some heat out there with you. They're, they're, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. Right. So Josh. With that, yeah, guys, have a good week and uh, stay safe. Thank you, John. So just like John said, you know, get uh, get off the couch, get out of the house, go do go do something fun. You know, take uh, take a friend, take some family, get out, go meet people. Hell, meet up with Inga. She'll make you tacos. You know. Yeah, oh. yeah, and I noticed you're stopping by empty-handed, by the way, too. Fail. Uh, yeah, excuses, excuses, excuses. What? Excuses. For that night, after the show, after the Guitar Stars, I was going to stop by and make tacos, but Jada didn't get a hold of me. Hey, I didn't get home or back to the anyway, house until 2.30. Yeah. So. so, yeah, Next time. just, uh, again, you know, whether you go fishing for the day you uh you know you go to the park you take the dog for a walk you go milk some nuts i mean whatever it is that you go and do uh get out of the house and uh, get it done if you're gonna milk nuts don't do it in public thank you mariah what do you got well everyone says uh, get out and enjoy the weather don't forget that if you're out in the hot weather or anything remember the animals that are out there too if you're taking the dog for a walk or anything like that make sure you take extra water and everything for them as well as yourself so you stay hydrated and your pets stay hydrated as well um other than that and remember sunscreen a lot of people don't remember put sunscreen on um and reapply it yes i know josh you don't burn some of us do unfortunately so always reapply the sunscreen and everything um other than that be safe and you can shoot us an email any of us or message us on facebook or anything we're here to talk if you want to talk or if you need someone to get out and about with his me email and do our best to help you out with that um, other than that don't forget about the event on july 6th that i will turn over to jw since he has all the details on that event all right 
Well, first off, thank you, everybody, once again, for tuning in tonight. We do appreciate it. Uh, to our in-studio guests, Ms. Jenny Smith, Inga Williams, thank you all, ladies, for dropping in. Always a blast when we have guests come in the studio and hang out with us during the show so we all kind of see what goes on behind the scenes. It's, uh, it's a great time when that happens. Uh, you know, like everyone else here said, get out, enjoy everything. I'm not going to piggyback too much off of that because we all know how it is when the commander is trying to do that, and it takes forever. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> no, that drives you up because you're just like, God, can it just be over with? No, Shane Bummer says moist nut. Ooh. Moist nut. What's the information for July 6th? Though? I'm getting there. Okay. Just quit pushing. It's my show. My formation. I'll do what I want. <laughs> it was 87 degrees and we were all smushed Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyhow. Go grab a zip tie. <laughs> right. And some 100-mile-an-hour tape. Just throwing it out there. Anyhow, so, yeah, like I said, you know, don't don't make yourself a statistic. Get out. Enjoy life. There's more to it than what your four walls at home have to offer. Um, but, yeah, so as far as the events coming up, again, that is July 6th out there. Uh, Thread Dynamics out in Sherwood, Oregon. Be sure to join us for Fully Loaded 4x4. That is going to be trail uh, benefiting the Trail Therapy Outdoors. Uh, beneficiary out there. God, I can't even freaking talk. Y'all got me so damn flustered right now. Mm. Anyhow. Up, so, but it's going to be a good time to be hanging out with them. Compliments of our friends over there at Valhalla 4x4 for hooking that up. So, going to be a great time. So, don't miss out. That's July 6th. That's a Saturday. We will be out there. Um, but, yeah, thank you to our sponsors over there at Warrior Point. Be sure to check those guys out. Sign up today. Or Warrior Point with an E.org become part of the Uncommon Few. And to our outdoor sponsor over there, Eric's Armory. Great times with those guys. And again, like John said, be sure to let them know that we sent you over there. They will hook you up. And well, yeah, other than that. And stay tuned for new content for when Justin and I go to TriggerCon here at the end of July. Yes. I almost forgot about that. Yes. More information on that to come later on. So, with that being said, don't forget to check out the rest of the entertainment that we have here on BB Nation as well, or Backwoods Veterans, as well as VRS. Tomorrow night, over on the VRS side of the house, we got our friends Bulldog and Judy at 7 p.m. Eastern with ThreatCon 5 Radio. So, be sure to check those guys out and tune in. Do not miss them. They are a hell of a show and they are a hell of a good time. So, and other than that. We will see you guys next time right here on BB Nation Radio, 8 p.m. Pacific, next Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern. Until then, have a good week and good night. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of BB Nation Radio right here on VRS.